Hi loves, welcome to the Create and Elevate Her podcast. I'm Ashley Avila, ER nurse, Enneagram 9, and mindset and self-love enthusiast. I know you're tired of feeling stuck with where you're at in life. You find yourself heartbroken or going through a life transition and just don't know where to go from here. You're wanting the guidance, motivation, mindset tools, and the self-love that you can apply in your life to be able to navigate this healing and self-growth journey. So if you're ready to learn and grow and create the life you want and elevate your best self, then girl, grab your $6 latte or fill up your glass of wine and let's dig in. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to the Create and Elevate Her podcast. I hope you've been having a great week, start to your week, and if you haven't, that's okay. You know why? Because it is a new day and what's our mantra? It's a good day to have a good day. So let's make this a great day, friend. All right. In this episode, I want to share with you five habits that have elevated my life, especially in the last year and a half or so. So I'll share five of those habits. And then at the end, I'll share one habit that I feel like I had to ditch in order to really live my life fully and be happy. Okay. So the first habit that really elevated my life, and I know I've said this multiple times, but sometimes when you keep saying things right, it starts to it starts to stick. <laughs> so I'm going there are a lot of things that will be repetitive, but that's okay. It's like you have to keep hearing these things. And if you can guess, first one is going to bed and waking up early, getting your seven to eight hours of sleep, girl. You know you need it. We all need it. We can still get our ice latte in the morning. That's fine. But making sure we get that amount of sleep, right? We all know how important sleep is. There's tons of research out there. There are books on sleep. I mean, lots of people talk about how important sleep is. And I feel like it just really gives me that energy to be able to do the things that I want to accomplish, right? The the small little steps throughout the day small tasks that are moving the needle towards where I want to go, the goals that I want to achieve. I remember when I was working night shift in California uh, towards the end of last year, that was hard. That was very hard. And I knew that, and it was just for three months though. I, I, I told myself, okay, I can do anything for three months. But prior to that and after I've been getting my seven to eight hours of sleep, But when I was working that night shift, I was maybe sleeping four to five hours, good, like uninterrupted sleep. It was so tough. And I could tell that one, I plateaued on my, on my weight loss, right. And gaining muscle and everything. I could definitely tell I plateaued in that. And I just felt like I really didn't have the energy. Like I was barely just surviving and barely getting through things like my workouts and going out and doing things. I'm usually pretty adventurous. I love hiking and going out and trying new things, but I realized I just didn't have the energy for that. And I think that on top of, you know, being awake at night, right? Especially when I was off, I, it was hard to get back on a day schedule. So I would stay up all night because I was off and normally I work at night and I think that that was just, you know, the negative thought patterns I would find myself in. It just, 
it was a bad, bad mix, right? So definitely, especially now that I've gotten back on a day shift schedule after that contract, I've noticed how much happier I am and just so much more energetic and just feel like I can go out and achieve anything. So get your seven to eight hours of sleep. Highly recommend, 12 out of 10 recommend. Okay, the second habit that changed my life and really just elevated to the next level was really carving out time for meditation throughout my schedule. Now I know, you're probably thinking, but Ashley, I just don't think I can sit still to meditate. I think I'll either fall asleep or I, I just won't be able to focus. I won't be able to clear my mind. And what I have to say to that is it really takes practice and really thinking back to, well, why is it that you want to meditate, right? That might not be something that you want to do. This is just something that really helped me. I feel like there were definitely a lot of emotional and physical benefits of meditation. And before I go into those, I want to share with you my experience with it. And that was that it took me a while to really get to the point now where I'm able to meditate for 20 minutes at a time without being distracted. And I remember being outside when I first started, right? And hit the play button and I was just so distracted. Like I wasn't really paying attention. I wasn't doing, you know, following the guided meditation. I was like, my one eye was open and scrolling on Instagram. And I'm just like, okay. And I did that for a bit. I'm not going to lie. It, it took, but I kept showing up, right? Because I knew that I wanted to get into that habit because I knew the benefits, the potential benefits of that. And so some of these benefits is gaining a new perspective on stressful situations. Especially, we, we all experience stress, right? We're stress at work or we're stressed with maybe an upcoming project or, you know, we're working on our business, whatever it is, you're stressed or family, right? Kids, whatever it is, you're, you're stressed out. And so to be able to just have that different perspective on those stressful daily situations that we come across has really helped me. Another thing is really increasing my self-awareness. I feel like I I was just more self-aware of what I was feeling, why I was feeling that way, and going through maybe different um, scenarios in, in my mind, depending on the guided meditation, right? By the way, I use the Headspace app. It's called Headspace, and I love it. I think it's amazing. Um, I don't know if they have like a free version, but I, I paid for it. It's a yearly um, fee, and... I think it's been amazing. They have different categories like boosting confidence, um, navigating stressful situations, navigating a breakup. I mean, they had so many different things. Highly recommend. But anyway, going back to the benefits of, of, of meditation, reducing those negative emotions that I was experiencing, especially during the time that, that I was going through this breakup. That I, when I was in California and I had so many mixed emotions, meditation really helped me with that. It helped me to just reduce those negative emotions, be present in the moment, and really practice patience and self-compassion and self-love. 
So I highly, highly recommend trying it out. Give yourself grace. Practice. Give yourself, you know, maybe starting off with five minutes at a time and then going from there, right? Increasing the time. It's going to take time, but I still remember, like I said, like being so distracted, scrolling through Instagram, and now I'm like 20 minutes uninterrupted, like so good. The third habit. I love this one, and I think back to when I – I haven't done one. I actually need to do one, but I think with with the podcast and connecting with a lot of you through Instagram and social media, it's a little hard for me to do right now, but – when I did do it last year, uh, this was I did a social media detox. And so what I mean by that is I deactivated all my social media accounts, Instagram, Facebook, I deleted TikTok. Um, and I just get, gave myself one month. I said, okay, let's just do this for one month. Girl, you know how many books I read? I read so many books. I feel like I got so much done. I was working out. I was, you know, like I said, reading more. This is the time where I actually started brainstorming and really thinking about what my purpose was and really discovering that and tapping into that. And so it was, I spent a lot of time meditating and a lot of time just being outdoors and um, being in the present moment. And again, this was in California. So I was experiencing California as well. It was so amazing. It was and because the what I thought to myself was like, okay, all the closest people in my life, they know my phone number. They have my phone number. I still kept in touch with friends. Like just because I deleted social media, that didn't mean that I wasn't in contact with my friends. I think it's so important to still have that connection with the people that you care the most about. And so that was the way I saw it because I think we get this FOMO, right? Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss out on something. Fear of missing out in case you didn't know what that meant. Fear of missing out. But then I kind of put it into, I shifted my mindset and I was like, okay, well, the people that actually really mean the most to me have my phone number. So I can FaceTime, I can talk to them through, you know, um, calling them or texting, right? So that really kind of helped me with that fear of missing out. Like, oh no, I'm not missing out on anything. I'm here. I have my friends and my family, you know, just one call away. So give yourself, if you want to do like a two, two week social media detox, that's completely fine. I highly recommend a 30 day. I feel like it really gives you that, that time to really do so much for yourself. Like, Take that time to take care of yourself, your mind. Like it's going to do wonders for your mental health. I promise. Okay. The fourth habit. This is related to social media as well. Cleaning out my social media. So only following accounts that are inspirational, educational, and following women that I aspire to be. Plus my friends and family, right? Like, and they all get mixed into that. Clean out your social media. And sometimes I know that you might find yourself like, well, dang, I'm already, I'm already following like 2,000 people by the time I kind of clean that out. Take your time. And what I was doing too is every time I get on Instagram, if I saw someone post something that I was like, oh, who are you? When did I start following you again? Like, we're not friends. I can't even remember when we first interacted. And so I'm unfollowing you, right? Or maybe even account pages, certain pages that served a purpose at one time, but they no longer serve a purpose 
now. And that's okay. Unfollow, right? Um, but if you, if, you, if you still enjoy their page, if it's, you know, entertaining or inspirational or anything like that, then, then keep following them. That's perfectly fine. Clean out your social media. You shouldn't go on social media and feel feel depressed or feel like you're comparing yourself. I think that that's giving you, that might be giving you tons of signals about what's going on. But if that person repeatedly makes you feel, or that page, right? Not specifically one person, but maybe a page makes you feel some kind of way, like in a negative way, then unfollow, right? And really just follow accounts that, that are, are going to bring about more positive emotions. All right. The fifth habit is, and I really love this one. I started joining online communities with like-minded people. So when I first got out of the breakup, I was really, I was joining these online communities with women who were going through it, who were actually going through it as well. And were learning to love themselves and, and cultivate the self-worth again. Right. That really helped me. And it was, Almost and okay, so not only that community, but also communities with women who are wanting to, who are wanting more for their life, right? Who wanted to create change in their life, who wanted to transform themselves, and so I started this habit of kind of being in touch with these communities and really being engaged and and commenting on the posts or interacting with other members in that group, I feel like that really helped me to elevate my life. It just felt like I wasn't alone, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. All right, so those were my five habits that I feel like I that have elevated my life. And maybe the fifth one, I'm like, maybe that's not really a habit. Whatever, but that those are my five habits, okay? Going to bed early, waking up early, having time carved out, carved out for meditation throughout my schedule. Remember, it takes time to, to really build that practice. Three, intermittent social media detox. So doing that every once in a while, whether it's two weeks or 30 days. The fourth habit, cleaning out my social media and following accounts that are inspirational, educational, or um, women that I, that I aspire to be. And then the fifth one was starting these or joining these online communities with like-minded people. All right. So the one habit that I felt like I had to ditch immediately, even though it did take some time, it was so hard to get rid of this one. I had to stop the habit of feeling guilty for being happy. Gosh, girl, have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt guilty for being happy? Guilty for being wherever you are in life compared to someone else. And I think it goes back to comparing, right? I don't know if that's what, you know, maybe that's something that I do as well. Like I am like, okay, I feel bad that I'm in a better place than this person. I feel guilty for being happy. I know that they're going through something and I feel guilty for not being in pain right now. I don't know. It's just, it, I know, I, I'm not sure if you've ever felt this way, but I know I have and, and I had to really work on that. I had to learn that it's okay to be happy, especially when the world's suffering. And I think what, what helped me was like, well, how can I help? How can I help other people with their pain, with their suffering? And I think that really led me to what I'm doing right now. 
I, I, I was in pain. I was going through a heartbreak. I mean, at that time, I just felt like it was the end of the world, right? And I felt this when my dad passed away, right? Felt like the end of the world. And after I really worked on myself and put that work in and just kept going and kept pushing through, I was really happy. And I think I was starting to feel guilty for that. I just, I think, you know, this is something that I know I did work with, work on with my therapist. And it's just, there's no reason. It's okay to be happy, even though some other people may not be. We're all on different journeys here. I think it's just being kind to other people, right? And being true happiness, right? It's not like, it's so, I think it's a different thing. And this can be a whole nother conversation as far as like what people put on Instagram, right? The highlights of their day, the highlights of their life. It might not always be true. It's, I think that's different if, if we're, and I've done this too, right? Like we are only putting highlights, showing our highlights of our, our, of, of our day or of our life, but maybe deeper inside, like there are more things going on. There are deeper things going on, maybe some pain and suffering going on, but we're not showing that, right? But anyway, I know that's a whole nother topic. It's okay to feel happy. Never feel guilty for being happy. And I think I had to change my mindset to be able to, to, to ditch this, this habit by saying like, okay, how can I help those people? Like I'm allowed to be happy. I'm allowed to live life with joy, with purpose, with meaning. All right, friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was a, a little shorter than usual. But stay tuned for next week. I have a guest on and we're going to talk all about boundaries. It's going to be so much fun. I had a great time talking with her and I hope to have you tune in. All right. Bye, friend, and have an amazing week. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen in. If this podcast episode inspired you, taught you something, or moved the needle for you in your growth journey, then please share it with a girlfriend. Leave a review or screenshot the episode and share on Instagram and tag me at it's Ashley Avila underscore. I would forever be grateful for you guys and I can't wait to hear from you. You can also join the free Facebook community, Create and Elevate Her. Until next time, friends. And remember, it's a good day to have a good day.